Hello, this is Andy Cates, Senior Economist at Haver Analytics, and thank you for tuning in to our latest podcast. As ever, I'm going to review the key global macro developments in the week that's just gone. I'm going to look forward to the week ahead, and I'll then round off with a brief update on some of our latest developments. So in the week that's just gone, we saw the International Monetary Fund trim its global growth outlook for this year and flag more downside risk from a potential further flare-up of financial instability. Lingering concerns about high inflation and tight labour markets were also emphasised not least because a further monetary policy response might reignite financial market tensions. On the data front, the key highlight was probably some softer-than-expected headline CPI numbers for March from the United States, though it's been notable that this has chimed with a raft of weaker-than-expected CPI and PPI inflation data from around the world in recent days. That speaks in turn, though, to one of our charts this week, which shows how global supply chain pressures have now eased to well below normal levels, and that in turn has fostered a big decline in traded goods price inflation. Financial markets have on the whole responded positively to this inflation news over the last few days, but as the IMF's downgrades and generic concerns about the outlook suggest, that doesn't mean that we can sound the all-clear for the world economy, insofar as banking sector tensions can be traced to higher interest rates and to funding pressures. There are certainly still some reasons to remain concerned. The latest weekly financial flow data from the EPFR group, for example, suggests that US inflows to money market funds have remained strong over the past few weeks. Recent data from the Fed, in the meantime, suggests that bank deposits have remained in retreat, declining at their fastest rate in the four weeks to March 29th since 2001. This combination, however, namely inflows to money market funds and outflows from bank deposits, is not obviously a healthy one for banks' funding. As for the week ahead, the calendar is very busy on the global data front. Tuesday, for example, sees some monthly growth data for March from China, together with the Q1 GDP estimate, all of which are likely to be scrutinised for the pace of reopening activity. On the same day, we see some UK labour market data for February, the German ZEW survey for April and US housing starts numbers for March. CPI reports for March are also due from Canada on Tuesday, from the UK on Wednesday, and from Japan on Friday. The US fully fed survey for April is additionally due on Thursday, and several countries' flash PMIs are then published on Friday. The generic focus here will probably be on the forward-looking sentiment data, including the flash PMIs, but anything that concerns inflation will also naturally be monitored closely as well. Finally, by way of new developments from Haver, we've added the Dallas Fed Banking Condition Survey to our surveys database. And this could clearly be informative right now with such a heavy focus on banks' lending standards. We've also added some monthly toll road statistics to our transport database for Japan, uh, and specifically from the East Nippon Express Company, uh, and specifically in turn, traffic volume data broken down by about 44 expressways and roads. That's all from me today. Have a great week ahead.